This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. You know how we do. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Uh, what's going on, Claudia? Happy Friday. You see my shirt, Claudia? Oh. What is that? Are you a pilot? Military? <laughs> what's going on? Are you join the army? It's Burberry, baby. We go. This is for my feisty Friday. I'm ready for a feisty Friday show tonight. Feisty Friday. That sounds new and fun. Okay, I'm here for it. And please welcome our special guest co-host for the week, Mo Hart giving zebra tease. What's up, Mo? Hello, yes. hello, hello, hello. How are you? You look beautiful. Oh, thank you. I feel very... Yeah. Excuse college. me. Excuse me. What about me? You look good, too. You look good. Thank Sing you. Thank I'll wear it. Thank Damn, you. can I get my whole moment first? Damn. Can I have anything? Look, too much sugar, Claudia. Too much sugar on this end oh, right Oh, my here. God. Um, I, I got injured here on college hill, so I have like a big bruise here. So and losing my lashes, so I had like a little thing before. You know, when you just feel ugly, just like I don't want to be here. So I had like a little tantrum for a second. So, anyways, thank you for the compliments. Thanks for the love. We all on the same page. We all are incorporating black and white today, so that's kind of cool. We start kind of vibing and dressing alike. So I'm here for that. That means we're gonna have a good show, right? Yes. 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 What are the plans for the weekend? Anyone got any plans? <clears throat> After you mow. I'm gonna let you go. I wanted to hear. What oh, you okay. Said. So Saturday, I'll be coming to SAG Awards, um, which I'm super excited about. And on Sunday, I'll be covering the Independent Spirit Awards, which is also always a very spirited awards. And the nominees for the Spirit Awards have a large number of African Americans. So I hope I get to speak to everybody and pick their minds and their brains um, about the upcoming Oscars. Okay, that should be fun. Fun. Mo, what, any plans? I'll be going to another birthday fish fry. So I'm happy that you got your fabulousness out the way, honey. I'll, just be going to a little, I'll be going to a kiki and a fish fry and probably like a little dance party. That's it. Okay. I'm super jealous of both of you because I will be hitting the books because I'm still not done. I have a lot of homework and I'm trying to be valedictorian here. And I think people are trying to step it up now. So I'm like, nah, we're not going to slack now. All right, y'all. Are y'all sipping on anything of interest? Mushroom coffee. Ooh, wait a minute. Is that real mushroom coffee? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the rise mushroom coffee. It's supposed to be like the substitute instead of drinking uh, caffeine from cocoa. You know what I mean? So oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm not that fancy. I'm doing uh, tea and honey and lemon. And Mo, what about this dance party? You think I could handle it? You know what? You've been losing weight and you might want to take your clothes off and let your shirt come off. And bow, 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 bow. Reclaim nah, you your 20s. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm only 29. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, just, you know, the last pack. Okay. Well, we're not about to do a start lying right off the gate. So <laughs> let's get our 50 something year old asses into the show. Let's get into it. <laughs> Tiffany Hatters got emotional while defending her post about flying to Israel in the midst of the war. She said, I'm all alone. I don't have a whole family full of men or a man supporting me. Social media was not here for the excuses. Someone wrote, what's the correlation between her not having a significant other and making light of Israel, the Israel conflict? Another person wrote, girl, what are you going to go to Israel? I'm sorry. What you going to Israel got to do with you not having a husband? I do y'all think this is a poor excuse or what do you think? Or do you think she's spiraling? Al, what do you think? I don't know, Tiffany. I don't know. Oh, Tiffany, Lord have mercy. I don't know, Claudia, but let me tell you this. We've we've got to all understand by this time that this Israel-Palestine-Gaza conversation is extremely sensitive. And it's just no space given the current environment to be joking about it or being lighthearted, even if you're a comedian. And someone brought that my, brought that to my attention because I did say here on the show on Wednesday that she is a comedian. Median, and sometimes she can be misinterpreted. I think this is a time, though, that Tiffany's friends need to step in and say, hey, beautiful, you know, people are taking this the wrong way. You're already under a whole lot of scrutiny right now. 
just stay off of social media for a little while. Apologize, stay off of social media and let this die down because right now it seems to just be this, this undercurrent that everything Tiffany does and says is coming out wrong. And that's not good for her because I, you know, as a friend, a new friend of hers, I really like her and I do feel that there's a portion of her that's misunderstood. All right, Mo, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I, you know, I do give grace for the space of being a comedian, but, you know, reading the article and reading her response, she said that she learned a lot. Like now you just started to learn that people lives were lost, that people were taken from their homes. I just feel that it, the, the apology just did not seem sincere. It just felt like you were just throwing spaghetti on the wall and just hope what sticks. So, I mean, yes, let your friends come around you, support you, and just remove, take your phone out of your hand. Just take it out of your hand. <laughs> take it out of hand. Listen, we all want to root for, for Miss Tiffany Haddish, but it's becoming really difficult with all the things happening. And I don't think she's a bad person. I think she's a human and humans make Correct. mistakes and actually a lot of mistakes. So my advice to you, sister girl, is to maybe take a little break from social media and let things kind of die down again. Because we're all like, you know, we get canceled. We go away for a little while. We come back or whatever, or just stay out of trouble. I think you can probably make no one happy right now commenting on the Israel-Gaza war, because depending on the side that you're sympathetic towards, you're going to have a bunch of opposition to you either way. So this is like not the thing to tie into your life on the heels of the DUIs, on the heels of all the other things. Even though I do think there's a lot more to that story than we are hearing. Um, I don't think you're as, uh, you should be as vilified as you are. I feel like you slept and you weren't drunk. But anyways, that's my opinion. Mm. Um, so I just feel like maybe just a little break and just let the people catch their breath. Because right now, which is waves of anti-Tiffany Haddish. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, it'll get to a point where you can't come back from it. And we'd hate to see All that right. for you, Tiffany. Right. We would. All right. The Biden administration is working hard to get rid of student debt. They announced that they will be canceling $1.2 billion in student debt for nearly 153,000 borrowers under the SAVE repayment plan. The only people who qualify are those who have had, uh, who have paid their loans for 10 years and borrowed $12,000 or less. Do you think this is a step in the right direction, Mo? Uh, yes, long overdue, <laughs> like long overdue. Uh, I read that it really didn't help his subordinates. People aren't like, yay, thank you. Like, it's very much like, duh, thanks. Like you should have did this months ago. Um, I just, it just needs to happen. Like we need it. And then the whole thing of like him saying like, it will help American families. Yeah, girl, like, duh. Like, I don't know. He just frustrates me. Like he Does just- he? A little. Well, I, I, I think a lot of people feel that way, but I would like to know why. I just feel like, let me not do politics up here. I just feel like it's just very after the fact. Okay, mm. let me let me That's help with this a little bit because this is my area. And, and you are right to feel that way because I think the Democratic Party has been awful with messaging. Like they will accomplish something really amazing and they won't yeah. even say anything. They'd be like, Oh, you can look it up. Ain't no one got time. For yeah. It. So what Biden did, and he made a campaign promise to get rid of student debt, and he really did try to keep that promise. It went to Congress. The Republicans was like, oh, hell no, we are not about to make you look good on while you're president. So they voted against it. They gave him mm. lots of trouble. So then he's trying to do these executive orders with the swipe of a pen, which he gets criticism for. And, and when he does cancel debt, it never makes anybody happy. If Very you're true. one of those 153,000 people that have debt canceled, even if it's 11,000, 10,000, that does make a difference in your life. It surely does. And, and by the administration, let people like us brag for you. What other company or entity could you borrow money that you signed up for, right? And then demand, oh, I don't want to pay it, so forgive it. And then get mad if it's not enough. I'm sorry, when I rack up debt, if they give me any kind of discount on my debt, I'm going to be happy about that because it is a step. It's not his responsibility to cancel my debt that I racked up. Now, that's a whole nother conversation about a whole rehaul of the system that we have, the, the education system. Right. In that should right. be done. But that's right. not on Biden to do that whole thing by itself. It's really not. True. So I kind of feel like he gets a lot of shade for things that he has been actively trying. Al, you know this. He's been trying mm -hmm. since he got into office with mm -hmm. a lot of resistance from the Republican Party. So it really pisses me off when I hear a lot of black people right now switching over because they like those gold shoes. No, no that's <laughs> Very valid. Oh, that, that interview was horrible yesterday. Claudia, this is my thought on it. Uh, the Democratic Party has a low 
approval rating on the president right now. And so, you know, they're starting to roll out this campaign to evoke this emotional appeal to promote democratical desirable behavior like this to show that he has done what he promised he was going to do at the beginning. My deal is you I wish they would just be a little bit more strategic on when they roll it out. Okay, Mm. because if you roll it out too soon in the older days, you're supposed to roll it out early to get over the negative sentiment to change the tide. In the case with Trump, what you've noticed is you have very strong um, uh, what we call renegade politics. So with renegade politics, you have to hold these types of things close to the vest and roll it out closer to elections so that you can change the sentiment to force people into the polls. So if for me, I wouldn't have rolled this out in February. I would have rolled this out like in April, May, closer to election time so that you can switch the sentiment because you give the Trump administration too much time to make mockery of it between now and November. That's just my mm. personal opinion. That's but you're good. right. This is something that he has promised and he is proven to the american people that he is trustworthy because one of the things they're saying is that you've lied to us he's saying back no i'm not i'm sticking to my guns and i'm doing exactly what i said i do believe that if you follow politics you understand a lot of the things that biden has said he was going to do he has in fact done but he's under the gun and being under the gun you have to try tactics that are relatable to your opponent and his constituency in this particular case, I wish he would have held it back a little bit longer and closer to election so that the sentiment, the sentiment for him would change closer to when you're supposed to report to pre-votes and poll time. I agree with that. And I also think that the entire time he's been in presidency, that's one of the first things he tried to attack. But people mm-hmm. who don't follow politics will say, oh, now you trying to do it now that it's election year. No, he's been doing this, but he has not made a big enough deal about the resistance to it. If right. I were Biden, every single speech, I don't care what it was about, I would say, and by the way, American people, I have been trying to keep my word. But if you know the three branches of government, one branch in particular of government and one party in that branch has been working actively every single chance they got to stop this from happening. So it is not on me. I am trying to do as best as I can. And if they don't cooperate, I will take on my pen and do an executive order, which is what he has to do now. He has been trying since the beginning, and I am not getting paid by that administration. Why does the Democrats not do that? Why why won't they point out the obvious? Like, I would say the same thing, Claudia, and I would every in every speech say that the former president who's trying to be the president is a criminal. I would yeah. be listing all his criminal acts all the time. The messaging should be that he's the one that can't be trusted, and he's been proven by the courts not to be trusted. So why do you want him back in the White House so bad? I think the Democrats are still stuck in p- politics when it was a, a a gentleman's like more polite, like it was more yeah. like they were more they were more polite with each other. The old rules, and they have got to catch up because politics has changed. It's become nasty. It's become reality TV. It's mm. become trifling. You got a former president that had raw dog sex with a porn star and paid her off. That is a gangster. We have a, a former president that has been proven to have a, a raped sexually assaulted E. Jean Carroll and has a huge settlement that he has to give her. He lost. But this new, this would never fly in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. But this new, you got to adjust. It's a different game now. Democrats, you got to get a little bit dirty. That's why we need more people like Gavin Newsom, the the governor of of California, who is, he needs to be out there running his mouth because Biden is still being polite about it. Like, oh, I can reach across the aisle. Those days ain't happening no more, y'all. America, Biden is not as bad as they're making him out to see. He's just not bragging. He's not. Like, seriously, I've watched this stuff. He has done a lot of stuff on his list. You've got to look it up. Uh, Democrats, stop speaking over the heads of the average person because you have too smart for your own good. Trump talking like the common person at a a diner. So he's understandable. That's the difference. All right, y'all, we're going to definitely be talking about this because this gets me riled up. All right. If you love a good musical, you'll be excited about the next story. Vanessa Williams is set to play Miranda Priestly in the upcoming The Devil Wears Prada musical. Do you think Vanessa is the right fit for this role? Mo, let's go to you first. I am nervous because I... What? I am! Mo, I'm going to toss you out the... Get out the studio, Mo. Sorry, (laughs) I'm nervous. Get out the studio, Mo. I'm nervous. She just Why? I feel like she's gonna go there and just be gorgeous and glamorous. And she 
I don't know. I look, I, when I think Meryl Streep, I just think Viola Davis. So you get somebody on that same kind of like strong level. And I feel like because Meryl Streep did it first, people are going, I think she's going to do fabulous. I think it's going to be great. But I, Mom, I, don't know, I just keep seeing so save the best for last yeah. in my head. That's all it's given. <laughs> let, me, let me have this, Bo. This is Black History Month, and I am not going to let you do this to one of my black queens now. I, You know, I like you, and you better be glad today's your last day. <laughs> I would call call Viola Davis. Listen, it's, I, I, well, okay, everybody should have their opinion, right? Claudia has taught me this. You can't attack everybody. Everybody should have their opinion, so you should have your opinion, and I can respect that. But for me, oh, my goodness, I think she deserves this. I think she's going to be great. Vanessa is such an incredible talent. She can sing, she can act, she can dance. She's beautiful. She's classy and she's regal. And she's been able to hold that for so long. It's just one of those things. She's one of those women that I get excited because she's been in my entertainment sphere for what? 30 years and that's freaking amazing to me mm. and it's also amazing and many people don't give her this credit but she is the first woman of african-american descent to be crowned miss america and they did her dirty by what she did but you know what her comeback story is amazing and i applaud her she got grammys nominee grammy nominees tony nominees emmy nominees and she is still not young she's got a long ways to go vanessa i'm looking forward to it Mo, I respect your opinion, but I don't like it. Claudia, what you got to say? I'm just saying two words. If you don't think Vanessa Williams can pull off the bitch character that I think you're referring to, Mo, soul food. Family. Remember when she came for the niece that was screwing her man and she gave me chills? I was like, ooh, this ain't I forgot about movie. that movie. Yeah. Ugly Betty. What are y'all talking about? Ugly she Betty reminds me of Anna Wintour. I swear. I, I, ooh, ooh. Oh, I, I wish I could reach over that box. Put that three box up one more time. I wish I could reach to this box and grab his neck. <laughs> I think she's going to be fabulous. I think she's been underestimated her entire career. And I think that she can give the four. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't know how far, like how far we could go. Like, Never mind. Okay, we're gonna probably talk about <laughs> we gotta talk, we gotta argue during the break. How about that? Coming up next, Boom. Northwest musical career is taken off and later things take a violent turn. Pull load on a carnival cruise. Keep it here. We'll be right back. They acting ghetto again. I already know. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, 10-year-old Northwest has become one of the youngest people to chart on Billboard a Hot 100 for her song, Talking, featuring her dad, Kanye. Now, her infamous lyrics are, It's your bestie, Miss Miss Westie, don't try to test me, it's gonna get messy. Do you think this is a well-deserved accolade? Mo, I see you poking your lips out, so I feel like you have something strong to say about Northy. Uh, no, I'm just excited for the rest of the album. I was just thinking like, if she's doing a song, is Blue Ivy going to give us one? You know, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just really excited. You can clearly see that she's taking after her father. Um, she clearly will be the outspoken one out of all the ones in her fame. I'm excited for, you know, here, I think we, like you said, we live in, in a different day and age um, where, you know, I mean, is she the same age as Bow Wow when Bow Wow hit it? Mm, yeah, yeah, probably so. She's probably, 10, right? Probably so. So I just feel like it's just another generation. I mean, look, the lyrics may not be there, but there are a lot of people that don't have great lyrics that have number one hits. So. Most people nowadays. That part. Al, are you excited for the Northwest? The You know, the, the, the music star? I think, you know, the question was, is it well-deserved? I'm going to say that I can't say it's well-deserved. Now, what I do like is the positive is this, that Kanye West loves being around his kids. I really like that as him as a father. Um, and I like the fact that that he is introducing her in music this way. But 
I have, I feel some kind of way for all of these huge artists that are incorporating their kids into their entertainment life early. Beyonce with Blue Ivy, Madonna with her daughter, and Kanye with Northwest. Because I am a strong component, and I have seen and understand and have friends who have child star syndrome. And child star syndrome is definitely 110% real. And that's when a child star's emotional and mental health, because they're not fully developed, when they get all of this attention at a very young age, later on, after the fact, they feel exploited by both the industry, the fake entertainment industry, and more than that, they feel exploited by their parents, which really causes a deep root type of pain and trauma. And that trauma then manifests when they get older into like drug and alcohol and eating disorders. And that to me is very concerning, and especially at the highest level. We notice the higher the level of the star as a child, the longer there are the longer they are in stardom as a child, the more the percentage and statistics of them dealing with child star syndrome. And that 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 concerns me. If we're being real, the lyrics are not like giving, but she's also a child. So it's like you kind of have to grade it on a different scale. So it's definitely cute and it's definitely catchy. And like y'all said, I mean, that's kind of what the lyrics are nowadays. I guess we'll have to wait and see like if she develops as an artist. And also kids have a very short attention span. Shoot, I'm 50 and I got a short attention span. We'll see if she needs to do it next summer. But uh, she's definitely taken after her daddy. And uh, I don't think anyone could tell Miss North uh, anything. anything. She, beats by the, she goes by the beat of her own drum. Okay, let's get into the sad news. A Florida teacher's behind bars after allegedly punching a nonverbal nine-year-old autistic student in the head after the student slapped him. Now, the student was hired as a behavior specialist. Wow, you might need some more work yourself. Can you believe the sad news, Al? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have a, a brother who's a doctorate mm -hmm. in special needs and, and definitely uh, focuses on students with autism. And this is hard. This is hard, but this is bad. You know, the teacher is in that room who's supposed to be able to navigate those behavioral issues. And, and sometimes they are so exhausted, they're so tired, and they too are human. And I don't advocate hitting back. That's bad. This is dangerous. It's scary and it's sad. And I think there needs to be a full investigation in all of his students to make sure that this hasn't happened and not got called um, on his watch. Punching a kid in the head is wild, but uh, the student slapped him and then he reacted and punched him. Mo, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I think it's horrible. I just recently had to apologize to the autistic community because I spoke out of terms. So, mm -hmm. and then doing the research uh, and just being informed by my followers and my fans, they say that it's really hard to diagnose if you are unfamiliar. So the fact that he is well aware and he works in this, in this field, uh, it's just really like what was going on that day that you kind of snapped and stepped out of character where you were not, you know, properly equipped with the right tools to handle the situation. And then I do agree with Al that there should be further research to make sure that this has not happened before. It's got to be a tough thing. Like, obviously, he cares about this kind of work if he took the time to do it. Like, let's be real here. Yeah. No teachers are getting wealthy off of being a Correct. teacher. You, you, you do care. And to be in that field where you know you're going to be around kids with behavioral issues, you know, it's unfortunate that he snapped. So I, yeah, I'd like to know maybe yeah. it was a recurring thing and maybe he asked for help. So mm. we will definitely update y'all if we get more details on this. Coming up next, things took a violent turn on a carnival cruise and later Rolling Ray spills tea about his tax return. <laughs> Can't wait to get to that. Um, stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Listen, y'all, we are always here to try to look you look out for y'all and make your life a lot easier. So we're going to share some things and uh, get into this. Now, you know, when you get cornered by that aunt at a family gathering and you feel like you have to bend the truth, you know, the one who asks when you're getting married or what's going on with that promotion or why you still haven't moved out of mom and dad's basement only for her to not really listen and just judge you. Well, you may have to grin and bear it with your family. You shouldn't feel that way when talking to your doctor about the rash that really looks like your high school crush. You know, that maybe eat pizza one too many times a week or something else. Enter ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. Now, we're not talking about a few. We're talking about tens of thousands of doctors, all with verified 
patient reviews so you can make sure the vibes are vibing before you ever meet in real life. Now with ZocDoc, you got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Now, if I needed to get a doctor and I'm on the go and just don't, you know, I'm out in a different city, like I travel so much, I would absolutely use this app. It makes life extremely easy and it really helps you out. And this is something that we, you know, we need in our lives. Al, what do you think well, about that? Yeah. Well, Claudia, you know, I've used it. So I can definitely say that it's 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 beneficial. I'm new to L.A. or I've been here, you know, just a year this month. And I don't have a team of doctors yet. And I don't know who to use. ZocDoc to help. I had a rash that I, I need a dermatologist to look at. I didn't have a dermatologist here. Went on ZocDoc, found one two blocks away, went in, got taken care of, and I'm rash free. So ZocDoc definitely worked for me. All right, now go to ZocDoc.com slash T and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash T, ZocDoc.com slash T. Promotional consideration furnished by ZocDoc. All right, y'all, let's get back into these topics. All right, a passenger on a Carnival cruise smashed a cocktail glass into a man's face and brutally beat him after the victim asked him to quiet down during a theater show. Now, according to reports, the man was highly intoxicated because the liquor is flowing on a cruise. He is now facing a maximum of 10 years in prison. Can you believe this, Al? Absolutely, guys. Remember, everybody on a cruise, you have to remember this. If you are in the high seas, you are under the federal government jurisdiction and they handle all criminal offenses that are committed because they have broad extraterritorial jurisdiction, which means this is not a local police that gets involved. It's the feds, it's the FBI. And once the FBI gets involved, you don't have the ability to negotiate your criminal offense or the time given or charged for. Please, 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 if there's one thing you should never do, and this is Black History Month for our black patrons, do not get into a criminal offense on the high seas because it goes automatically to the federal government. Sure does. I remember I was on the Tom Joyner cruise and Foxy Brown wanted a nail appointment. They said, honey, we have booked. Can you come back? And she went off and she had to be kept in her room until we got to the next port. And they was like, you got to go. So yep. anyways, um, Mo, what do you think? I'm terrified. I didn't know nothing about that. Like it was federal. I'm like, ooh, act accordingly, <laughs> act accordingly, act accordingly, girl. I'm terrified. <laughs> You're cracking it's, me up today, Mo. <laughs> it's not the feds, girl. You, you know, you think you're going to cut up all oh, be the local police. I'll go back to L.A. <laughs> no, it's the feds. Oh, okay. That's real jail time. Yep. And then you can spend all that money on a cruise just a while out and act up and then have a, a felony. Well, a federal, you know, feds against you. All right. Oh, let's move on because that's just a mess. <laughs> all right. Keep a lock because coming up next, Roland Ray spills the tea on his tax return. And later we're playing a fun game of Would You Rather, one of my favorites. We'll be right back. Okay. Welcome back to the show. All right, y'all. Friend of the show, I'm going to go ahead and call him friend of the show. Rolling Ray had a few words to say regarding his tax return. He tweeted, my tax refund hit while I was sucking bleep. Boy, please pull your pants. Have <laughs> Pull him up. Did they have to come down? He's in down. <laughs> to come down like oh, you you right right there at waist level on the, in their wheelchair i am so tired of being set up on this show <laughs> this is a setup you know i'm not mature enough to talk about this topic mo you are a guest so we're gonna let you go for baby <laughs> al and i can get our thoughts together what do you think about finding out your tax return um 
um, was it like the little Venmo cash app sound? Because that's the sound when you hear that little like, you got some money in. That gets you, ooh. My only thing is I felt like he should have charged those people that was there and got, you know, that, that's extra money on top of money. That's how I feel. Before you kick him out, get your coin. So what, was he getting? I think you should do anything. Times is hard out here. Everything has a price. Ooh, y'all got me messed up. Now, are we seriously talking about letting Roland Ray perform all sex on, on, well, I'll speak for myself, on me? Hell no. Have you seen his teeth? Have That's you why. seen his teeth? <laughs> now, I've stopped playing. Really? All sex with Roland Ray's teeth? Look, people I'm, might I'm be not, I'm not going to risk it. Know. Sorry. He might be good at it, but I ain't going to risk it. I'm good. I can't stand teeth on my... Ooh. When I tell you I break into a sweat, like, I wanted... Like, you you almost would get hit, like, hurt. Some more now? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done it at all. I mean, I didn't know that was the question. No, I would have never. I thought we was asking about the money hitting. No, I would have never done nothing like that. I totally forgot what his teeth looked like until he said that. Yeah, mm -hmm. no. Uh-uh, no thank you. There's someone out there for everyone. I'm gonna How much you think he charged? <laughs> How much you think he charged, Claudia? Well, he is a celebrity now. He had his own show. He had a show. Um, that is celebrity. Okay, so what he gets to charge an extra what? Fifteen hundred. <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy. You no, know, we gonna move on because no good could come from this story, and I'm trying to keep a cute with Roller Ray. Speaking of uh, desperate for a buck, a man on Twitter admitted to editing pictures of his food deliveries so that he could falsely complain and get his money back. Is this creative or just plain tacky and ghetto? Go ahead, Mo. In the words of Al. Don't commit crimes and then put them on the internet. Like, why are you telling yourself? <laughs> That's the only thing I read. Like, why would you tell? I hope it's a fake, like a, a fake profile, you know, like a fence or a fake Twitter or whatever. Like, why would you tell on yourself? Like, that's connected to you. That's just stupid. But look, times is hard. I guess you really didn't have the little $16 for the burger. So I guess it totals out to be $30 with the tip and everything. Yeah, I don't know, trash. <laughs> it is trash. It is trashy, and you're right. This is why fifteen dollar burgers on these takeouts. Y'all know I don't cook. I'm single. I I order out delivery ninety five percent of the time. This is why a fifteen dollar burger is thirty dollars by the time it gets to your house because of these simple little conniving cheating acts done by people who are not honest. And look, I'm upset about it because it it, it makes me pay more for my food. It also impacts small businesses and it also impacts the drivers because at the end of the day if you keep doing this and the prices just keep going up i'm gonna stop tipping i'm gonna stop tipping because my my food is 20 and 30 dollars now but by the time it gets to my house it's 40 and 45 dollars because of fees because of stuff like this it's not good i agree and i'm just so sick of scammers in general like you messing it up for those of us that don't do it so are we the dummies for not doing a scam and they over here getting over it and then we're then the ones that end up paying more for stuff? It's really irritating me. All right, just when we thought the world couldn't get any weirder, researchers have managed to create lab-grown testicle organoids. These organoids closely resemble the real thing and help researchers tackle male infertility. So this is like a here for this, Al. Yeah. <laughs> Claudia, you're doing too much. Um, as weird as this sounds, everybody, this is actually a good thing. And I'm so, this is what makes me proud to be working here at Fox Soul. We take on these issues and, and we do it without without making excuses. You know, male infertility is actually a big problem. And in the black community, we always put it for a lot of times on the black female, when in fact, 15% of men in the black community experience infidelity, I mean, infertility, and we don't talk about it. We push it off on the woman's fault. And this here is gonna actually help with that. And it's one way that people who are having problems with having kids, and it's the men's fault, that they're able to increase the, the, the possibility of pregnancy at least 20 to 30 percent thumbs up for this and i'm here for it even though it's very weird okay uh mo what do you think about this 
Yeah, I think thumbs up. I think it's great. Um, I just second everything else that I just want to like hold them and just see what they kind of feel like. Do they- <laughs> you want to you want to hold the what are they called or organoids? Organoids. Yeah, let's just, yeah. Let's. Just, I just want to see if the weights, you know, the saying, you know, <laughs> the maybe you could, no, maybe they could use in the lab as part of the research to like help yeah. make sure the it's accurate with the the data. They need data. They need people to test it. Got a research <laughs> entry level. Yes, go ahead and sign me up. Maybe Roland Ray could join you, and he can be right <laughs> next to And we'll make Al the supervisor. Yeah, there we go. I'll supervise. I'm good at that. And I just want to watch all of y'all. All right. <laughs> Coming up, we have played a fun game of Would You Rather Hold Back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Well, it is Black History Month, and Fox Soul would never let this month go by without a proper tribute. And here we go. Let's check out this Black History Moment sponsored by Nissan. Fox Soul celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. Breaking records and blazing a trail for Black women in hip-hop, Queen Latifah and Missy Elliott's impact has changed the game for Black women in entertainment. Queen Latifah is a rapper, actress, singer, songwriter, film producer, and humanitarian. She was the first rapper to have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She's a bona fide entertainment icon with both an Emmy and a Grammy to her name. The Queen recently shattered barriers receiving the prestigious Kennedy Center Honors Award. She was recognized for her groundbreaking influence on hip hop music. During the ceremony, Missy Elliott gave tribute to the Queen's accomplishments and the impact of her song, Ladies First. Standing on the shoulders of Queen Latifah is four-time Grammy Award-winning rapper, singer, songwriter, and producer, Missy Elliott. She has sold over 40 million records worldwide. In 2023, Queen Latifah inducted Missy into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, making Missy Elliott the first female rap artist to join this prestigious club. The achievements of Queen Latifah and Missy Elliott have raised the bar for women in hip-hop. They have shown the world what real black girl magic can do. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, proudly presented by Nissan. Experience a whole new thrill of driving. These two historical moments. I'm legitimately like over here, like tearing up, like, just I remember going to the public library and just typing in the the computer U N I T Y, you know Queen Latifah's song, and Missy Elliott has just always just been there. I mean, I, that's just magical. Like it's so powerful. It's just so powerful. All right, Al, what are your thoughts? These are two incredible queens, and I'm going to focus on Missy because Missy is from Virginia. Come on, Virginia. Oh, I showed out at her party in New Orleans. Sorry, Missy. I drank a little bit too much. Didn't mean to scream Virginia the whole time you were talking. But I love the fact that also Missy Elliott is the only female rapper who has had six certified platinum albums. Congratulations, Missy. And Nissan, thank you for highlighting this because you could not have picked two better women in the entertainment game to profile. I appreciate it. I absolutely love it. I hope uh, more people follow, more women in hip hop follow in the steps of these ladies because they did it. They did it in a time when it was very much dominated by men and they made their mark and they're still relevant to this day. So thank you so much for your contributions. All right, a man is suing the lottery after being told his $340 million Powerball win was a mistake. Now, when the man went to the office of lottery and gaming to redeem his ticket, he was told the ticket was no good. What would you do in this situation, Al? I know you're going to sue. What else would you do? <laughs> Listen, let me tell you, the funny part about this is he took his ticket into the lottery office, right? And they said, sorry, your ticket is no good. And he said, what do you mean it's no good? I, I mean, I, it's a purchase ticket. The date is on it. And the number said, I want compared to what you posted. The lady said, it's no good. It's so no good that you can actually throw it in the trash. And she pointed to the trash can in front of the desk that she was sitting at. 
So he got mad and he went home and he called a lawyer. And so guess what, Claudia? He actually may have a case based on precedence because in the state of Ohio lottery, um, like last year in 2023, there was this same issue. And the state of Ohio offered winnings to both ticket holders. So because of that precedent issue, his attorney is arguing precedent that the state of Ohio uh, stood up to this. And now it could be a possibility, even though I doubt, doubt if it's likely, that they will have to split this pocket or this, this uh, purse of 340 million plus. Why were they telling them the ticket wasn't valid? Well, according to them, there was a quality assurance issue where they were doing a test on time zone change and they posted during the tests a his ticket number. But that wasn't the winning ticket for that day. It was done by mistake. And so quality assurance tried to correct it on the sixth and the seventh so that the winner for the seventh would have the correct number. When he looked, he was looking at the ticket for well, he was looking at the tests that they had posted and the test actually posted his number, which was not the winning number. Oh, okay. So he didn't really win. Like they put, they, they were testing yeah, they they were doing testing, a fake number yeah. and that's the number that was on his ticket. He's like, Oh my God, I won. My life has changed. And they're like, not so fast. Oh, okay. Ooh. 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 Okay. Mo, what you think? What you doing if this happens to you? you flipping tables over or not? Uh, no. Cause you, you the one who looked like the fool, especially if they, now here you go. Oh, this is my question. Did they uh-huh. notify and state that it was a test? Well, see, they didn't know that it was going to pop up. They didn't know the numbers would pop up on the test. This is all kind of weird to me, but it is. it does happen. You know, when you think about technology, technology has glitches, and this just happened to be a glitch. Now, my thing is, can you imagine thinking you want $340 million, and it lasted for him like two or three days. Like, he really thought he was going to get this money. I would have spent all of it in my head. Would I tell you I would have had a mental breakdown in that lottery? I would have blown everybody up because I, I literally would have promised at least 10,000 people like 10 different deals. No, uh, two people in my family have won the lottery. One won the 15 million in Powerball, one won a million and a half back in the 80s. And like I felt we say I'm going to be the third person. But I could not imagine thinking that you won this. But here's the thing, and I think that the lawyers, the lo- the lottery comes on specific days, so if this came out an off day, I could see them getting away with like getting off on that. Like they get out, they keep like you know. Obviously, it was a mistake, but on his side, his emotional damage that he had. Right. I mean, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. I had a friend also that her mom won a million dollars on a slot machine in Vegas, and wow. like they were like, nope, it was a mistake. And when now they that were, shouldn't be fair. Now that one shouldn't be fair. Because that slot machine, you put money in that and you pull the lever, right? The lever. So that one, they should they should probably, you know, give them that one. Well, they're really tricky with that. They don't want to pay. So they'll wear. It's so frustrated where you want to give up. And she gave up finally the fight. She had a YouTube video of her win. They said, oh, system malfunction. Sorry. Well, how come it never malfunctions when I'm feeding it hundreds of dollars? Right, right. All those right. thousands of people that feed these machines. I Listen, if you purchase your ticket, your number comes up, you should win. If you put money in that machine and your numbers come up, you should win. That's your bad, not our bad, because we certainly can't sue you every time you take our money and say, I think right. it's a mistake. Right. What do you think they should do, though, in this case? I don't know that I would... I don't know that he would be eligible to split the earnings, but I think maybe they should let him play the lottery in those four states or three states unlimited for the year. What do you think? That's a good remedy. They'd probably give him a settlement. I would probably just shut him up. Be like, listen, we messed up your debt. I mean, if I'm the winner of the real money, you ain't, I'm not splitting with you because the lottery. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm not doing that. So maybe break him off with like a million dollars, a little settlement, a little sorry, my bad, and go away. He'll probably take it. And it's Black History Month, and it was a black man. So, Claudia, I like that. Maybe we should post that on our social. Yeah. Give him something. <laughs> Run him his money. Run the black man his money. <laughs> All right, let's play a fun game of Would You Rather. Let's go. These games always get messy, and I do um, recommend playing this with a group of friends, especially if you want to really get to know your friends for real, because sometimes you find out all kinds of stuff about your friends. We're about to find out about you with Alamo. We're going we're gonna to see. Let's um, cue the music. Okay. 
Bro, these games are crazy. Ain't they? All right. Would you rather be remembered for something you did not do or forgotten for something that you achieved? Mo? Forgotten for something I did achieve, because that's going to happen to anybody. But I think being remembered for something you didn't do, yeah, that just doesn't work. Because then somebody's going to come change the narrative. Well, I I, I agree with you on that one, Mo. I don't want to be charged for something that I didn't do. Like, for instance, if you didn't kill somebody or rape somebody and you got charged for it, everyone's going to look at you like you're the bad person forever. Correct. So... And even if you flip it, I agree with you both. Even if it's like a good thing, you didn't really get it. So you shouldn't really get the credit for it. I don't think in good conscience I'd be able to deal with that. But uh, yeah, I agree with y'all. I don't want to be uh, charged with something I did not do. I got enough of that in real life. <laughs> All, right. All right. Would you rather have a vanilla sex? Oh, I already know Al's question. For this yeah. <laughs> Would you rather have vanilla sex every night for a full year or great sex for just one night. Al, we going to you on this. No, you're, this is just crazy. I don't know how anybody argue with me on this. So you can only have great sex one time in 365 days, or you can have, you know, mediocre sex every night. I'm going mediocre sex every night. So you want quantity. Quantity. Okay, Mo. Same. I say same, because we might be able to learn something, take a class, right. you know, <laughs> swing from the ceiling, hook some new equipment up, and woo, woo, woo. Bring in some toys. Yeah, a sling. I'm going to go against y'all right now, just because it's been a while for me, and the last time I did do it, it was really, 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 really amazing. You know who you are. Um, and I'm still Ooh. hanging on to that memory. Like, that still gets me through it sometimes. So. Precious memories, how they linger. <laughs> when you say get through it, so do you like, you know, when you're by yourself and pleasuring yourself, you think about that particular time? <laughs> yeah, and I haven't been masturbating, if you're asking me about self-pleasuring. But I, <laughs> I used to when I was younger, but now I just be so lazy and I be feeling pathetic. Like, this is pathetic. I'm over here doing this to myself, by myself. And then what? <laughs> get up and go wash my hands and feel disgusted with myself. Like, what a loser. So I'll just wait till I get it again, the real thing. Men do the same thing. Men do the same thing. You be like, after, it, after it's done, we're like, and then the porn uh, I want, and then the porn I want to get there, it it, it be making me feel like trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I doing? My cat be looking at me like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Would you rather marry someone with lots of money or someone who was broke and had a good heart? Al, we're going to go to you second. Oh, you already know the answer to this. Lots of money, please. Bring it on. Mo. Money. Money. No one wants to be cold and in love and on the street. Like, who wants that? It's <laughs> no Married for love thing and it was broke. And uh, I said I should have managed my vagina a lot differently. I should have married Rich when I was younger, been set up, and then I could just date whoever I want, broke or not, because we'd have my first husband's money. So yeah, I'm with y'all. All right, would you rather wear someone's dirty underwear or use someone else's toothbrush? Ew. Use someone else's toothbrush, because I can sterilize that before using it. I can drop it down in hot water and use it. I've done that before. <laughs> Mo. Same, toothbrush, you can disinfect that, sterilize it, but draws? Oh. Ew. Oh. And they dirty. Think about someone's mouth, though. Like, think about the worst mouth you've ever seen in your life and using that person's toothbrush. Ugh. Boiling bleach. <laughs> All right. Or we just don't. We just don't have no draws on, and we just don't brush our teeth that day. We just in now. How I'm dirty are the draws? How dirty are the draws? Uh, I'm not wearing no one's draws. Okay, I uh -uh. guess I'll go toothbrush, but that's grossing me out. Would you rather live a long, full, a life? Li oh, I'm sorry. Would you rather live a long life full of misery or a short one filled with happiness? I'm gonna go first. I'm out of here early. I already feel that way. Like I'd be getting worn out by people. So I will have a short life, but leaving extremely happy. I'm not doing the long misery thing. Mo, what do you think? Yeah, short and sweet. Girl, we got it. We Woo! Okay, I'm done. Thank you, Lord. Come pick me up. Very bad. <laughs> um, I agree. I agree with you all. Definitely short and sweet. Misery brings too many health complications. I'm not in for that. And I don't want to be old and like be in a wheelchair or debilitated or convalescent. Nah. -uh. Mm -mm. Okay. 
Would you rather be the most intelligent in the room or the funniest? Al? I like humor. Humor solves a lot of problems and it, it, it you know, also puts at bay sickness. So I'm gonna say the funniest. Okay. Oh, I'm torn because I like knowledge. You know, stimulate my mind, baby. Get me going. But I do agree that, wait a minute. How about this? How about I find I'm the most intelligent, so I have the research, right, to heal the heart, and then I can make them laugh, and then that's medicine as well. So then we got a boom, boom. Very bad. Okay. I hear a dinner party in the making. <laughs> At first, I was going to say intelligent, but then through my experience in... Lots Media. of things. <laughs> I feel like the dumb people are the happiest because they're oblivious to what's going on. Right. When you're smart, like you be noticing stuff, you like, oh, you so smell Wednesday wrong. Like, for real? You over here, you 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 wiping back to front. You be like noticing all the dumb stuff everybody does, and you're right. always miserable because you are smart. And being the smartest person in the room, it's it's really frustrating when you're around people that are not smart. So Why I'm did you say wipe it for the back to front, Claudia? <laughs> <laughs> Not wiping from the back to the front. Wondering why you guys did Wonder why your thing smell like wet carpet. Okay. Anyways, I'm gonna go with funny because I can make people laugh. But when you're smart and you're surrounded by dummies, life is very miserable. It's like being drunk. No, it's like being sober around a bunch of drunk you're people. Drunk That's not fun. Yeah. Very true. Okay, well, that was a lot of fun. We've learned a little bit about each other more. We've covered so many crazy stories. We'd like to end our show by handing out an award to a person who exemplifies pure delusion. This is our tea bag of the week. Oh, uh, this is a tough one, and uh, I'm gonna apologize in advance because um, you know, we don't pick them. It's the people's choice here. Our tea bag of the week goes to our girl Tiffany Haddish for causing a ruckus this week with her insensitive post about visiting Israel. That's what the people are saying. Uh, what do you have to say about our honorary tea bag of the week? And Tiffany, you can get out of this. You don't. You don't have to get it next week. You can clean this thing up. <laughs> oh, this is this is kind of tough, you know. We're friendly, but hey, this is what the people voted for. And we got to hear sometimes those things that we don't like to hear. And I hope Tiffany hears the people loud and clear that, hey, sometimes you just got to be a little bit more sensitive when it comes to these overly sensitive topics, especially when it comes to religion and, and war and death. All right. Thank you, Mo. Same. It is better to get a slap from a friend than to eat, a, uh, eat steak with an enemy. So I totally agree. She can get herself out of this one. Just throw your phone across the room. <laughs> I'm going to say this too. And Tiffany, I hope you don't just get a small clip of this and hear the whole thing. We are rooting for you, girl. So this is just like basically tough love from your friends. We are not the unfriendly, uh, hostile media to you because we love you and we want you to win. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure you got a lot of people in your ear telling you like, you know, not to do this or just be careful because we want to see you win. All right. I want to thank my co-host Al Reynolds and Mohart for joining us this whole week. Thank you so much, Mo. You've been fun. Oh, so much fun with you, Mo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Giving the looks. All right, thank <laughs> you for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Street Flavor. We'll see you next week. Bye. Have a good night, soulmates. Bye.